Well, hello, everybody. This is Single Life with Dr. G, dating over 40. And this is Dr. G coming at you, helping you always to stay sane in the crazy, crazy world of dating. Now, people, I'm trying to figure out why it's still getting crazier and crazier. We've been talking for about a year and a half. Hasn't stuff started getting better yet? It just doesn't seem like it. But I am here to help you. And you know I help you in so many ways. I can help you individually and help people to get that relationship they're looking for, help them get ready for that relationship they're looking for. And I do that by working with individuals, lots of individual clients. I have helped hundreds of folks, people. If you need help, go to my website at drgladney.com. Tell me help. I just need some help. I am ready to be in a relationship and find my soulmate. As well, please join our Single Life with Dr. G Facebook group because, you know, we have a lot of conversation in there. As well as get that book, Power of Attraction, Getting the Man You Need Not Want. Yes, women, that is for you. Go to drgladney.com and you can get that. Men, I got something for you as well. You just wait. We bringing out something because the men need some help. But we always bring a man on board. Y'all know that. And so we are excited to tell you that we just keep growing. When I tell you, we are now in 78 countries and 2019 cities. We are everywhere, all over the place. Everybody is listening to Single Life with Dr. G. But you know what? That should mean that people are getting better and not crazier. So I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Listen and pass this along to your girlfriends, to your guy friends. Everybody needs a little help and assistance. And as usual, I am going to be talking about, did you know? And we always have somebody here to help me discuss what we're talking about today. There are 10 red flags, 10 red flags. To let you know, this is somebody you don't need to be dating. 10 red flags that you are dating the wrong person. Y'all better listen up. You better get your pens and your pencils and your paper and your iPads and your phones and anything you can to write this down because there's 10 red flags. I'm telling you, you're going to want to really hear this. So did you all know that with the 50% of the divorce rate, that the other 50%... (laughs) Okay, let me not put the percentage so high. But with 50% of the divorce rate, the majority of the other people that are married, they're trying to get out of their marriage. Right now, they are having problems, struggling, fighting, tired, want to give up, and don't want to be married. But then you have all these singles out here that are trying to get into the marriage space. So there's some disequilibrium stuff happening around here. People that are married want to be divorced and people that are single want to get married. Why are we not finding each other on the same page is what I'm saying. I think what happens, and if you've never been married, it's really hard to understand that marriage is work. A relationship is work. Is it good and worth it? 
And can it be? Absolutely. But it's work. And it's easy for two people coming from two different lives and places in life to get together and start getting on each other's nerves (laughs) and start not liking each other. So, yes, it's a lot that happens. And so for all of the divorce rate that we have, then we have a lot of people that are married, but they're not happily married. What can we do about that? Well, you know what? Today, we're going to help you because if you are seeking your soulmate and you're wanting to be married, there's some warning signs that you need to pay attention to, to know if you're dating the wrong person. And you know what? I bought in my one and only co-host that we have coming to us several times. He is not a stranger to single life. And that is Mr. Hollywood. What's up? What's up, America? And hey, G, baby, look, we are in the house. You can't be just saying America. We are international. Did I? Did you not hear me What's say we are seventy-eight? USA international world events <laughs> around the world. We welcome you around the world, absolutely. <laughs> in seventy-eight countries. So seventy-eight I, countries. Oh my God, we way up to seventy-eight now. Yes, I apologize, everybody, that he was just focused on America, but. It, to all the rest of our people ever. To all my friends in Australia and Africa, London, and France, Asia, uh, Greece, especially Asia. my friends over in Greece, Asia. Oh, yeah, South America, China, we, Singapore. <laughs> we everywhere. Singapore. <laughs> we everywhere. And so, you know what, Hollywood, I had to talk about this subject because it was really important. Uh, Dr. Conway Edwards actually preached this and was teaching this in a series that we're doing, a relationship series. I said, oh, we're going to talk about this and pass this on because there are 10 red flags that he talked about. And guess what I bought? Y'all can't see it, but I got a red flag. I'm going to be waving this flag. (laughs) Red flags all day long. He gave us red flags to wave. Yes. As reminders. So we're going to go through these 10 things. I want you to get a pen and a piece of paper or whatever and write this down because we're going to talk about this. Number one. Are you ready? Number one. The person hasn't gotten over their ex yet. Mm. 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 (laughs) Wow. Now, let's talk about this, folks, because you all know that at our stage in over 40, that people have had exes. You know that people have been in some relationships, and a lot of times they've been in some long-term relationships. And then they get out of the relationship or the marriage, whatever, and right away they're trying to get in another relationship, or it may not even be right away, but they just haven't gotten over their ex. Now, Hollywood, how do you know when somebody hasn't gotten over their ex yet? I think there are signs that we really don't pay attention to. Uh, when you're dating a new person, you end up meeting this person and you start watching their behavior patterns and things they do and say, right? And you, you, you always can look at a man or a woman and just listen to them real carefully about what they say. Then it would give you the details if they're not gotten over their ex at all by then. It's across the world right now. Everyone's talking about relationships. And one guy that I listen to often, he talks about when a woman is still comparing her ex to the new person. And whether we are directly saying it or not, some people are paying attention to that. So I think a lot of times it's just small details and behavior patterns that you notice in a person. They inform you. They're letting you know they really haven't gotten over their ex. You know, they make a statement. Well, you know what? Well, 
You know, I remember when I used to do this. I remember my ex did this. I just had a friend that tell me that the girl that he was dating, she actually brought up her ex to him. And I was like, are you serious, dude? <laughs> you know, no, that happens all the time that somebody's talking about, well, my ex or in my past relationship, or they'll say the name. And so th- that's a real overt sign. And I think I told on one other podcast, I was talking to a guy and for the first 30 minutes, he talked about his ex and that's all he talked about his ex and his parents. And I'm like, look, I'm not on this phone with you to talk to you about your ex. I don't want to hear that. So I knew that he was still in a healing process. And if they keep coming up and that's what their conversation is about, or they tell you that you remind me of my ex right? or they just keep mentioning something. They're not over their ex. I think sometimes also, Dr. G, not to cut you off, but I think sometimes as you mentioned the word healing, I think some people don't even start the process, but they don't want to be by themselves. And especially with some men, they just go from one relationship to another and women do it as well. The healing process is I just need me another woman. Right. And so for you hadn't, you hadn't gotten over the old woman, the ex woman, but yet you need a new woman. So you never you never even think about going through the healing process or to see what's really going on with yourself as well. Well, absolutely. And that goes with number two, that they are not okay being single. This person is yeah. not okay being single. And you know, there's a saying out there, Hollywood, and we all have heard it. How you get over your ex is you get... Your new one. <laughs> there's a lot of ways to say this, but we're this is daytime and we're going to keep this all clean. And so... You go and you get somebody else. And that is a distractor for you. And it's supposed to help you get over your ex. But if somebody's not okay being single, and that means that person that jumps from relationship to relationship to relationship, you know, they are not okay being single. Right. If they are not okay. And I've had those conversations with some men who are not okay being by themselves, who every time you see them, they got to be with a woman or they are in some type of relationship. Women is the same. They are always with a man. They are never by themselves because they are not okay being single. Well, I don't even think it's about being single. I think it's also having a problem with themselves. It's, it's sometimes it's insecurities. It could be something yeah. past. There's a lot of things that, that we may not know that tells us, you know, I just can't, I don't want to be alone. I even, I even talked to a guy one time. This guy's been married four times. He says, man, I just love being married, <laughs> you know? And I'm thinking about oh, you just love being married or you just don't want to be by yourself. Question is, what's really going on with that person who can't be by themselves? Well, that's why it's a red flag. Something's red wrong flag. with them. <laughs> <laughs> Something is wrong with them because they can't be by themselves. So they're not okay being single. Right. That is called a sign. It's a red flag. Red flag. Can we add something to that as well, Dr. Until you get married, you're still single, whether you're dating someone or not, right? Yeah. And there are times when men and women say, I just need some space. Even though I'm dating you, I just need to be by myself sometimes. Some people are so attached to people, they can't be by themselves while even dating for me time. Now, that's that's another issue at hand as well. Yeah. When a woman or a man feel like they have to be attached to you at all times while they're dating you. Oh, yeah. That's the issue there. That's a red flag. I I don't want to be alone. I need you in my life 24-7. Yes, that's that's called a needy person. A needy person, which is a red flag. Which is a red flag. Look, don't we try to put some extra red flags in here? We got (laughs) teeth. 
So what's that saying is it's a whole lot of red flags out there. And as we go through this list, please pay attention because it's going to hit you. Some of you all are in relationships right now or dating somebody or just getting to know somebody. And you're going to want to hear this because I'm telling you what he was also saying, Hollywood, is that these flags will present themselves, but you'll keep walking into it. Right. And you know, when you keep walking into a danger zone and something that has a red light, red flag, the color red, flashing, just flashing. always danger. And people just ignore that. And they say, oh, well, no, I'll give them some more time. And so number three is when a person expects that when they get married, it's going to fix things. Mm. So what that means is they know there's some issues, you know, with some issues going on in the relationship. But you feel like, oh, once we get married, it's going to be better. Right. And listen, Hollywood, it's only those people that have never been married that think that. (laughs) Definitely. Because all of us. For those who have been married before, we don't think that way. (laughs) All of us know that have been married, that once you get married, whatever issue you had. Right. Is going to blow up. Yes. It may have been smaller. Now it's going to become a big issue. Yes, yes. And it's yes. exacerbated when you get married and you're like, oh my goodness. So yes. all of those things, if somebody's telling you our oh, baby's gonna get better when we yeah, get married. I, I call it the big rush. Baby, let's just do it. Rush into it, but they have problems all along the way. And these red flags are in between every aspect of their lives, but they're not paying attention. They think, hey, let's just get married, babe. You know, all these things will just go away and we're done. And the reality, they don't understand. Those red flags just go from one level to another level and you end up being in in that danger zone that leads to disastrous moments. Absolutely. And leads to divorce, which we're trying to prevent. We're trying to keep people from getting into relationships and marriages that are going to end in divorce. And you have to stop and see, were there some red flags if you're in a relationship right now that you're not happy and stuff is going awry? Pay attention. There are some red flags in in the beginning and you just kind of kept driving through saying the water ain't that high i can make it through <laughs> it's not gonna flood out my car and you Thank know you, baby. <laughs> and so listen number four number four is a doozy yes everybody ready for number four listen it's a red flag when it's not the person's character that attracts you to them Lord, okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all know we talk a whole lot about the physicalities of people. We talk a whole lot about, you know, being attracted to somebody and I want to be attracted to them. And, you know, when that's the whole thing, because his muscles are, are so big or he's so fine, he's in fit, he's six feet plus. When she looks got- like Holly Berry. As you say, it's all about that attraction. And we look at that man, we, you know, we're visual people when we external and we hunt from the outside and then inside. So a lot of times, as you said, we don't, we're not really looking at the character of a person, but it's funny you mentioned that because I just had this conversation as well, because I asked this young lady about what does she really look for in a man? Everything that she named Dr. G was all about materialistic. It was everything was obtained. I want a man who has a job making six figures. I need a man that has a nice car, living in a certain type of home, uh, a man that can take me shopping, a man that can do all these things. And she never said any one word about the character of that man at all. If he was a man of faith, if he had a man of integrity, 
and all the things that go along outside of, of that quote unquote trait of the character of a man in reference to materialism. So it's, it's happening every day. It's a red flag every day. Oh, absolutely. Well, so what that says to everybody is that you really, really need to take heed to this. And I don't know how much more we can say it, but when this was a part of, of the sermon that he was talking about, the person that is only attracted to the physical part, everybody keeps knowing that that's going to fade. But I continue to hear everybody say, but I got to be attracted to him. I got to be attracted to her. And men are physical, but so are women right. <laughs> in a different way. Women are as well. And so everybody has this thing and they want to be attracted. But for the men, it's really dangerous, I think, because you guys have always known to be physical and you look at those physical attributes. But we do know a lot of people and a lot of couples and a lot of men that they want to date that beautiful, gorgeous, Coke bottle shaped woman. Yeah, but, definitely. <laughs> but, but when it comes to being a wife yes. and a mother of your children... You're looking for something different. Yes. So this is a red flag when you get caught up. Women, when you caught up on him and his looks and he got to look like Idris and whomever else. Woo, Lord. Okay. Are you caught up, are you caught up in what he can offer you outside of the character? Yeah, absolutely. When you caught up in his money, when you caught up in his car. And for the men, you know, y'all just, it's funny because men can get to a point where they don't even care if she got a job, if she look good. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Now listen, man, listen, if you're looking good, as when you say you're 36, 24, 36, we, we don't worry about the rest. <laughs> you know, I know, but you're be bipolar, but you're a beautiful bipolar person. I mean, I'm just saying, now I'm not going to bipolar person, but I think about some of the athlete friends I've known in the past. You know, how many athletes, there's one in the news right now who just had another baby mama paying $40,000 a month in child support. But he didn't even think about that when he just laid down with this girl. He had a baby with her, you know, and now he's having to give up $40,000 in child support to a woman that he thought was so beautiful, but he never thought about asking her about her life, her character, anything else. What yeah. else could she bring to the table outside that, that Coke bottle body, you know? Yeah. But a red flag. Red flag, people. I'm Raise waving the, the flag. flag. Raise the red flag. <laughs> I'm waving a big red flag because that is that is really really what happens a lot of times. Number five, when others don't celebrate your relationship. Mm. Now, let me tell you something. Hollywood, what happens is everybody starts feeling like, oh, they hate him. They just jealous. Everybody act like something wrong with him. You know, they just don't know him. He's this way. He's that way. And everybody's just jealous of me because they don't have a man or they man don't treat them like this. That's what you hear. What do the men say? When you're saying, man, you know, she kind of shady, you need to watch her. What What are the men saying to block you from that? <laughs> well, I, I think there's a variety of things that men say. Some men are more to, apt to say, just be careful and be watchful. And other men are like, yo, dude, you need to leave her alone because she could be shady. She's all out to get what she can get. And she's really about what you can offer her a lot of times and things like that as well. So I think it, it's kind of like 50 50 with some men. You know, so, and other men, and you got to remember, there are other men out there hating yeah. on the same time. Well, so. <laughs> but, well, this is really for your circle of friends and people that care about you. Right. If they're not celebrating. So, yeah, you know that it's not that they're hating or that they want what you have. 
they're just wanting the best and they see something. You have to pay attention to that. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But again, we're talking about the people that are stacked around in your life that care about you right. and care about what it is that you do. Being conscientious of the family and friends, you want them to celebrate. If everybody tells you something wrong with that person, something wrong. Pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> if everyone tells you that he or she got issues, you may want to pay attention to those red flags. You may want to pay Not yeah, that they're hating, but they just want the best for you. Yeah. I think people, particularly women, tend to think that they can change that because of how much they love this person or how they are and that they can change that. You can't change. Red flag. Keep it moving, people. Keep it moving. moving. Number six is when you don't feel safe. Now, listen to this. It's not about physical But everybody knows that you are not going to be in an abusive relationship. However, feeling safe means that your heart feels safe. That you feel like this person covers you. That he doesn't throw you under the bus. That she doesn't talk about you to her friends in a negative way. That that person that you're with is not going to allow people to ridicule you, make fun of you. Or they are going to make you feel safe with your emotions. Because a lot of times, men particularly sometimes don't know what to do with the woman's emotions when she's sad and crying and is like, what's wrong with you? And you know, but do you feel safe to be vulnerable with that person? That's important. Yes. And I think it's really important. I think it's a subject that most men and women don't talk about in dating, you know, because it's kind of like you really love this girl and you're with her, but yet when you start having issues, she started dogging you out and vice versa. Can I really feel safe with you? And, share, and we know with most men, we already have issues as, as it is about mm-hmm. sharing our love, our, our feelings, our emotions, yep. our thinking. And when we find a woman that we feel like we can't be safe with, we continue to put that barrel, that wall up. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. we're not going to share as much as we would love to. We don't care how much we care about you, love you. If we feel like we can't be safe in that space with you, we won't share with you as much, you know, and it's pretty sad that people would treat each other that way, but it it goes back to the character of that person again as well. It could be a red red flag if you find that this woman can't support you or a woman feel like her man can't support her. That is a red flag and a character issue at the same time. Well, you know, Hollywood, I'm glad you said that because when we hear this, me, when I hear you don't feel safe, I always tend to think the woman needs to feel so safe. Yes, But you are so right that the man needs to feel just as safe because your walls are up emotionally anyway. And if you don't feel like we're a safe place for you to land in a soft spot, which is different than what our safety needs, but all it and all is still that your heart is safe with that person. Yes. And that's real easy to know people. I'm telling you, that's one of the first things you could tell how a person treats you, if you can be vulnerable, how they respond to what you're saying, to your stories, to anything that you have to say, to when they tell you about their friends, whatever, you know, inside. And we just overlook that. And we just don't even think about that red flag. Do I feel safe with that person? I think we take it for granted. I think a lot of men and women take things for granted. And especially women, I think a lot of women, they may not even know this, but I've listened to enough stories where men have shared their heart with those women. 
And those women have gone back and shared with their girlfriends when they got into it. And, you know, went back and talked about them to their families. And I'm thinking to myself, she don't understand. Yeah. And then that man would never open up to another woman the way he opened up to her then. And normally it takes a while for that to happen. And, and as you said, we have to get to a point of balancing where women have to look at a man just as much as, as vice versa. You know, where we have to say, listen, this man, he's willing to do everything for you, including giving his heart, his mind and emotions and everything. But he wants to be able to give it to you thinking that it's safe. It's like mm-hmm. putting it in the vault. If right. I give to you, can, can you protect this forever? You know, mm. And it, I think it's a red flag when we don't pay attention to that. Right. That's good. That's a good one. Okay. All of them are great. Listen, get ready for number seven. When they have more opposite sex friends than the same sex. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Women, listen, let me tell you. A lot of women say, well, I don't, I don't do well with women. I don't have a lot of women friends. Most of my friends are guys. I'm sure they're guys that say the same thing. Yes. The issue becomes, so these people are your friends and then you get in a relationship and now you're in a relationship. I'm in a relationship with a guy and all of my friends are guys and a guy's looking and going, Hey, they never tried anything with you. They don't like you. They do They, You know, we know this stuff. Exactly. Then you have to say, well, they, my friends, I had them before you came along. I'm not going to do. And now you, you causing issues in the relationship. So how does that work with the men? When they say, oh, I have more more women friends, more girlfriends. I think it's the guy within himself. I, I use myself for an example. Uh, I've always had friends, but I've had a balance of friends. Just as many women friends as male friends. And especially growing up when you're this really lively personality person and you're in sports, entertainment, fashions, and you're just doing everything. So you always meet a lot of different people. And so when you bring the person that you're interested in around those people. You have to give them, you have to inform and communicate with the person that listen, I have just as many women friends as men friends, okay? And they have to adapt to those situations a lot of times. Now, the problem is sometimes women don't adopt very well and men don't adopt very well. And that becomes an issue then because like you said, if Dr. G has more men friends than me, and I'd be like, okay, Dr. G, you, I know for a fact you're a attractive young lady. You're trying to tell me none of these dudes trying to hit on you? Yeah. You know, now it becomes also a psychological thing as well. Because you can begin to have doubt in the process of dating because you always think in the back of your mind, well, Dr. G, hold on. Why every time you have a party get together, all your male friends are showing up? Yeah. It could be be an issue uh, down the road, quote unquote, a red flag. Absolutely. Well, even with sometimes uh, we can remain friends with our exes. Right. And you're friends with your ex, but then that becomes an issue in this new relationship because they're like, why are you still friends and holding on? And so there's a lot of dynamics that can be thought of as red flags. And so you have to be really careful. Well, that's my friend. And I'm telling you, that's my childhood friend. And that's this. And I'm not going to let them go because they've been with me through thick and thin. And and some of that is valid. So I'm not knocking that because I understand I have friends. I have ex friends. But, you know, you have to be respectful when you get into a relationship. And if people are not willing to let that go, red, red flag, red gotta, flag. pay attention, pay attention. Got to pay attention. <laughs> now, I love this one because mm-hmm. this is kind of a new word. But when the person is love bombing you, let me tell you what that is. When you're being love bombed, that's what's happening so much now. And Hollywood, you touched on it a little bit earlier. When people meet you 
And right away, they're like, oh my God, I met you. Let's go on a trip together. Oh, you're the one. I think you are. I'm sending you flowers. They sending you stuff. They whining and dining, taking you on trips. Or the woman, the opposite way, she's just at your beckoning call. And it's like, I love you. I think you are the best thing that ever. Oh my God. And everything is just moving so fast and you can't even catch your breath because, oh girl, look what he got me now. Girl, look what he did. Oh my God. And everybody's going, oh girl. And at the end of the day, they just love Barb. And then it's like, okay, well, you know what? I think you're the one. Let's go ahead. We can go ahead and get married three months later. Yeah. I, okay. That's called love bombing. That's happening <laughs> a lot now. And when you see all this stuff on social media and you see that it looks great and people are like, oh, he gave me all these roses and guess what he did? He don't even know you. She don't even know you. And she's telling you, oh, I'm telling you, I ain't never met nobody like you. Well, how do you even know how he is? He got his representative there. Okay. <laughs> That's really? love bomb. Yes. They are distracting you. I think what you said is the key word is social media. When you start paying attention to how TV and radio is still working today, it's affecting how we think. Because everyone wants to be in love or everyone wants to be married and have companionship. And we get into this thing, well, if Kim Kardashian is doing it, or this TV show is doing it, I can do the same thing. And, and it's funny because we have shows like Love at First Sight and all these other TV shows are talking about married at first sight. <laughs> well, oh, is it married at first sight? This is what we call something at first sight as well. Something at first, something. Yeah, and love is blind. blind what's it with blind love or something like that? Love is blind. Love is blind. Yeah, I need to call <laughs> makes about that when she know all them shows. <laughs> but when you think about that, and people are just fast pacing, it's like a fast paced rush to saying, This is what I really want. It's kind of like as we always say, we live in this microwave, I want it right now society. And we don't even care about what we do to get it sometimes absolutely you know, and or he was giving us the example to how to get it you know it's like okay well you know what we can go on tv show and do the same thing you know and so tv is is messing us up and social media is definitely messing us up because like you said you want you want everything so fast without even going through the process and the journey that's a red flag red flag yeah. raise that flag up raise that flag up <laughs> and, and you and you don't even know the person and so they're they're sending you through a distraction. Now, this is not to say as we are older and that you got to wait for two years when you meet somebody and be engaged. Right. We're not saying all that. It's about the person that is so fast. And I've met some guys. They're like, you talk to them on the phone one time and they live out of town. When, can I, when are you going to come see me? I'm like, I don't even know you. What are you talking about? Come see you. You know, and it's like, well, I know you the one. I had this one guy say, oh, my goodness. Yes, you are what I prayed for. He didn't even know me. And, of course, I didn't know him. And then when Ooh, I met yes. him, when I met him, I was like, that's a whole nother. Look, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I love the stories where the woman says, and I'm going to mention her name. Good. What's her name? First name. Uh, Megan Good. Megan Good. Good. When Megan said that she just knew that Mr. Franklin was her or was her mate. You know, I always think about this when people do that sometimes, because if a woman says to me that I know that you're going to be my husband, I'm like, well, why didn't God tell me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he haven't spoken to me anything about it yet. He hadn't said one word. Listen, that's going to be the word for you, bro. Okay. So that's a red flag. Out there, well, now, man. listen. Wait, let me say this. This, this is going to surprise everybody out there. So when I met my husband, 
He was my husband. <laughs> when I met my husband, ex-husband. <laughs> I knew, but I didn't tell him. I knew it. And I went home and I told my mother, I met the guy that I'm going to marry. And two or three months later, I guess, you know, when we did start in a relationship or whatever, and, and he knew, I didn't say a thing to him until after the fact, until he knew. But I did know right away. So it is impossible to know, but I would never tell anybody that until they knew and, and told me first. Right, but that's right. part of that is my personality. <laughs> but I'm just saying it is possible to know and it's possible for two people to know right away. And he said he did too. And so we knew, I'm not going to say, I do believe you can have more than one soulmate. And people say, well, why are you not still in it, Dr. G? Because that season in life. So that was our season in life. And now we in another season. <laughs> but at the time, I did know that. And he did too. And we waited. And when he told me that I could tell him. So it wasn't. Well, I, but I think, Dr. G, at the end of that, though, at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to counsel and coach people into relationship coaching and things like this, and the person comes in and says, listen, I just know this guy. I've only known him for three weeks. I just know he's the one for me. You know, what do you do at this point? You, do you do you coach and counsel a person and say, listen, I think you should just slow down, get to know the person or just go ahead. He's one for you. Go all in. No, no. So I say, because I would say, how do you know that? And why are you saying that? Right. That would be what I would ask. So you ask a whole bunch of questions. And then if they say, well, because in, in my case, I really had prayed and and order this person. I know it's going to sound real crazy to everybody out there. You know, we have to remember I was, I was young. I got married young. So I was what, 19. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my, that's what I did. And so I did the ordering of the character inside, outside. And when I saw him, I immediately knew that was a guy that I had prayed for. So now that's my story. And it's not a lot of stories out there because I just saw him walk into choir rehearsal. Look, so I knew he was, <laughs> I knew he was, God was the head of his life. So he was coming to choir rehearsal <laughs> and on the college campus. And so at that time, I didn't say anything because I was in a relationship and he was in a relationship. So I wasn't getting ready to say nothing, but I just was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And people say, why she don't be getting into my business because you wonder why am I praying about somebody if I'm already in a relationship. Some emails about that one. Look, look, I was in a relationship that I didn't need to be in. Okay, whatever. At the end of the day, I'm just telling my story. Okay, don't don't be <laughs> don't be judging me, people. Um, that really can happen to people, and it was somebody I didn't know, hadn't ever seen them in my life. I mean, so that's something different. It's not like you seeing somebody and every time you go out somewhere to a birthday party, to a party, to a this, to a church, and you go, oh, I've been seeing him. I know that's my husband. That's something different. Oh, I've been seeing her because I'm attracted to her. She my wife. No, I didn't know this guy. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I would ask the questions. Why are you saying that? What's leading you to this? Well, you know, you need to keep that under wraps and let things happen organically, which is what we did. Right. Any movement of me, like, oh, let me let him know. Oh, can you see me? I'm over here. Didn't do all of that. Yeah. If it's meant to be, it will be. And I and I think it goes back to what you said. It goes back to it becoming a red flag because you're rushing to something that may not be absolutely and something that may not be ordained at the same time. And absolutely. I think I think when people are so anxious 
to be in relationships or to have companionship or be married, you do things out of the ordinary. And sometimes mm-hmm. you listen to the wrong voice. Yes. And it may not be the voice that you think <laughs> once you right. get involved, you know, but due to the fact, because I do know of stories where people said this was the one and they were divorced within a year. Yeah. And, and so, so that, that yeah, that wouldn't look people. I stayed married almost 24 years. Okay. 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 Right. 24 years. 24 years. <laughs> that's different. That's different. <laughs> Well, listen, that's good. I didn't know we were, I listen, I wouldn't plan on telling y'all all my story, but that was important. Uh, number, nine. number nine. Number nine. They shut down in conflict and it's never their fault. Mm. People, you got to hear this one. The communication piece is so big when you're talking about anything in relationships. If you have somebody in your life right now, you know that somebody or you go out on a date and you see that person shuts down and how they respond and act and it's never their fault. It's like, well, you shouldn't have, you said, you did, you whatever, or they shut down and just decide they're not going to talk to you. Mm. That's Three red flags. I'm just waving <laughs> this flag. That's a red flag. No, People, no, there's three red flags. Three of them. One for yeah, the father, son, and Holy Ghost. <laughs> and, and look, and it ain't going to change either. It's not, it's not going to change because that person hasn't learned how to deal with conflict. And this is a part of who they are. And the egotistical or the narcissism in a person that says, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm not, I'm not, you the one, you the problem, not me. I don't have an issue. Never an issue. That's a red flag. So if they're shutting down again in conflict Mm. and they withdraw from you, don't talk to you for two days. You ain't heard from them. They decide they're not going to text you, call you people. Pay attention. That is a red flag. flag. Definitely. Definitely. I think, as you mentioned earlier, the word communication, that was the first thing I wrote down in my notes. And it's funny because when you think about a person, we don't even communicate with ourselves. You know, I was writing my notes the other day about the men program I'm putting together about how men don't do self-examinations and evaluations. You know, even the Bible tells us to examine ourselves to see if we are of the faith. And I, I just started writing more notes and notes and thinking about how many times we don't really examine ourselves, evaluate ourselves. We don't be healed from situations and we wonder why things don't work out sometimes, right? Or to the fact that we don't communicate and it all goes to a point of saying, I don't communicate because I've never been taught to communicate. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't know how to deal with conflict. You know, and how many people are walking around with those red flags, diving into relationships, diving into companionships, and thinking that this is the one for me. How can you be the one when we can't even communicate properly and you shut down on me? Listen. And you can't say, well, it's my fault. There's two words that me and my homeboy talk about is accountability and responsibility. There are a lot of women out there and men that would not take accountability for their actions. Yes. Whether, it's, whether it's communicating properly, whether it's conflict, whether it's going through healing, whatever it, may, whatever it is, they don't want to be accountable and don't want to be responsible for those actions a lot of times. Right. It's, a red flag. It's, it's, it's such a red flag. And also, I'm going to add on to this. If you are in a relationship with somebody and you arguing all the time, that is a red flag, people. It shouldn't be that difficult. If you are on the same uh, wavelength, like mine, same page with somebody, you're not going to keep continuing to be in contention all the time. So it may not even be that they're shutting down, but they're just arguing and you're arguing all the time. And it's like your emotions are up and down and you're mad at that person and you're mad again. And it's a red flag. 
not the person for you. I just want peace in my life right now. If you can't bring me peace, <laughs> my life is already peaceful. I'm bringing peace wherever I go. If you don't have peace in your life, I don't want to have anything to do with it. That's a red flag. Look, we got one more. One more to go. And this is big. When the person is trying to get something from you, mm. they can only get from God. Ooh, boy, this is this is deep. Let me say this that again. Deep. That's deep. When yes. the person is trying to get something from you that they can only get from God, and you go, "What does that mean, Doctor G? What what what? I don't understand." Well, our creator made us in a certain way that only certain things are going to come from him. And we look for it in other people. Number one, that's acceptance. We're looking for acceptance and you want people to accept you. And that's what comes from God. You look for security in somebody else. That's coming from the security that he gives to you. You're looking for purpose, somebody to help you find purpose And that purpose comes from him. So when you're looking for these things from a person and that unconditional love, that love is always unconditioned. So stop trying to say, I want somebody to love me unconditionally because you don't love anybody unconditionally unless they're your kids. And sometimes we, we, our kids get on our nerves. (laughs) We don't like them. At the end of the day, understand that only comes from God. So if you're looking and somebody's keep wanting you to, make them feel accepted and you don't make me feel secure. Now there's a part to security that we're, that we understand that everybody needs to feel secure in a relationship. And we already talked about safety and all that, but a lot of these things just only come from God and people are looking for, these are huge red flags, 10 flags that you need to pay attention to. Don't keep walking into the danger zone. The flags are raising. You already know them. You can ignore them, but it's not going to come out in your favor. I guarantee you. Hollywood, you have any last words? This is a lot. It's two things that come to my mind. We're talking about things that we look for in a person and knowing that they can only come from the creator and his love and happiness. When you always hear people talking about they want to be loved and they want to be happy. Well, if you don't love yourself the way God loves you, you're not going to be happy anyway. And if you're not happy with yourself, you won't even know how to love yourself or other people as well. Right. So I think I hear the words all the time. I want to be happy. I want to be in love, et cetera, et cetera. If you haven't done your own homework of what it takes to have those things, as you said, that only God can give you. Right. So I think in the midst of all of that, those on the dating scene, those are married. And people say, I fell out of love because I was married for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. I fell in love and I'm not happy anymore. You hear it all the time. Well, only the creator, God himself, can give you what you really need. Yeah. So now the expectations is I shouldn't really expect for this person to love me the way God loves me. Right. Because we can't do that as fleshy, simple human beings. We just can't do that. Even though God loves is in us, we can't love you the way God loves you. And at the end of the day, we need to really take an evaluation of ourselves to find out where does our love and happiness really come from? That's good. Very good. Look, we blame it on the song Love and Happiness. Yes, love and happiness. <laughs> Make me wrong. <laughs> Make me do wrong. Look, some of these songs just really messed us up. Okay. So we looking for stuff that <laughs> doesn't exist. But this has been great. And I really thought it was good that we have this conversation and discuss this because it was very profound when I heard it. 
And I said, I definitely want to share with all of the listening audience everywhere, because, you know, I'm trying to help you stay sane, people. The way that you stay sane is when you see red, you go the other direction. Don't keep going into it thinking you're going to make a difference and, and make a change because that's not how it works. So again, these 10 red flags, I'm going to go over them really quickly. Haven't gotten over their ex. They're not okay being single. They expect marriage to fix things. It's not the character that a person is attracted to. And when others don't celebrate your relationship, when you don't feel safe, when you have more friends of the opposite sex than the same sex, they love bomb you. They shut down in conflict and it's never their fault. And when they are expecting something from you that only God can give. 10 red flags. Run, Forest, run. Run, Forest, run. <laughs> Those are the three magic words. Run, Forest, run. Okay. Uh, this has been great. Let's thank Hollywood for coming. Do you have one last word you want to say? Yes, my last words. For all of us, examine ourselves and do a self-evaluation. All right. Look at and him. We, Hollywood. We, we need to examine ourselves and we need to evaluate ourselves. Okay. I love so it. No better than that. Then you'll find out what your love is. You're you right. And listen, I'm going to tag on to that because the challenge of the week was all about uh, the self-evaluation and looking at the relationship that you're in now or the potential relationship you're trying to get into or the person that you're looking for. I'm challenging you to pay attention, to look, to see, and don't say, well, they only have one of the red flags. <laughs> don't, don't do that. So you say one out of 10, one out of 10 is okay. Look, they say they only have one 10. That's only 10%. The 90% of them is good. Either one of these are big red flags that can lead you down a pathway. So just pay attention and evaluate where you are in life. And evaluate the people that you have around you. Because trust me, the person that's for you is not going to have red flags. It's going to be all green flags. It's all a go. There you go. So that's what I'm leaving with you. Again, go to the website, drgladney.com. You want to buy the book. If you need some help, you want me to do some coaching one-on-one, which I've done for people. And then they end up married and all of this wonderful stuff getting yourself prepared and ready. Join our Facebook group, Single Life for Dr. G, Dating Over 40. And until we talk again, this is Single Life with Dr. G, Dating Over 40. Single, single.